0: I've heard it said before that planning your vacation gives you about as much joy as the actual vacation itself. My wife and I had planned a trip to Italy this summer, and we talked a lot about that vacation. This was before the virus hit Western Europe, before those of us outside the country started reading the dire stories of hospitals choosing who to treat and who not to treat because of resource shortages, and pictures of patients sleeping on the floor of Italian hospitals started spreading across the internet. The internet is an exhausting place right now, but every now and then there's a glimmer of hope. One of my favorite moments from the past few weeks happened in Italy, a country that has been ravaged by the coronavirus. If you click on the YouTube link, which is in the show notes of this episode, You'll see a guy who looks like a European soccer player crossed with a backstreet boy. He's on a balcony somewhere in Italy, playing the theme song to the movie Titanic. On another balcony, a man is playing saxophone, accompanying him. I know it's cheesy, and you can go ahead and judge me now, but I cried when I first saw it. It was also the first time I realized that maybe I needed to spend my internet time on something more comforting than the latest news of the pandemic. As I was lying in my bedroom, already on lockdown, watching the video on Twitter, I was thinking about the vacation my wife and I had planned. There's this moment when the piano player looks over at the sax player a few buildings over and something happens. People in the window start clapping. I wasn't sure what I missed in that moment, but something magical happened in that live performance, that group experience. And I wondered when I'd feel that myself again. Our new worlds only occasionally extend beyond our bedrooms, our balconies. But when we lean out of our windows and look out onto the streets of our cities, there remains this essential yearning still. I can feel it, to connect, to experience emotions together. I found another one of those bright spots the other day. I heard about a group of musicians in Los Angeles who got shut down by the coronavirus like so many others, but found a creative solution. It's a Monday night, March 16th, five days after the World Health Organization called the coronavirus a global pandemic. That morning, the White House, for the first time, asked Americans to stay home for at least 15 days. Millions are glued to their TV screens or scrolling frantically through their Twitter feeds trying to make sense of what still only feels like a coming crisis. Some of them hurry home as the city prepares to go on lockdown. And I'm sure quite a few in Los Angeles drove by the Vons grocery store on Glendale Boulevard in Echo Park.
1: So here we are, all together, maintaining our social distance.
0: And driving by at night, you might not have noticed much. The parking lot is full, But that makes sense. People are probably stocking up so they can be in isolation. At least, that's what you would assume.
1: We're here. This is a test, really. It's a test to see what can happen.
0: There's no way you could know that inside those cars were dozens of people tuned into their car radios, listening to a musical performance inside a van, in the middle of that parking lot. I think we are all feeling this absolutely dire situation and there's just kind of no uh there's no way around it so we were trying to think of ways to do something else
1: together
2: it's really a dream in these times to see everyone through the dashboards
0: From Neon Home Media, this is Telescope. I'm your host, Jonathan Hirsch. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, for the foreseeable future, we're going to bring you stories of people who are far away, up close, and how each of us are learning to live through this pandemic. Meet Celia and Jeremiah. Celia, you want to start?
2: My name is Celia Hollander. I'm from Los Angeles, and I live in Los Angeles, and I'm an experimental electronic musician.
1: My name is Jeremiah Chu. I live in Los Angeles, uh, originally from Chicago, and I do many different things in the realm of art and music and graphic design.
0: Celia and Jeremiah, in addition to being two very nice people, are musical collaborators. For the month of March, they, along with two others, were part of a residency at Zebulon Cafe, an L.A.-based music venue on the east side. It's a cool
1: spot. My wife and I have seen a bunch of shows there. And so I think they've cultivated um, and sort of exist as a beacon of of the music scene here in L.A. that's like, I can count on going to Zebulon any night of the week to see something that I may not have uh, known about previously, but I'm going to really enjoy or be engaged in in a new way.
2: And there really isn't another venue that I can think of that would be as supportive and open-minded.
1: And so um, at the time in which, uh, you know, the coronavirus and all the things started to really come uh, into the foreground, um, all of the events started to be canceled. And I remember... You know, the four of us were on a group text, and we were kind of, like, mauling over, should we cancel, should we postpone, how do we tell people we're being flooded with people just canceling things, um, when's the right time to do this? And Celia, um, amongst that thread, all of a sudden said, I have an idea. I've had this idea to do a drive-in concert where people perform in their cars via an FM transmission, and then people can sit there and tune in to a broadcast. And I said, oh my God, I can totally make this happen with you. Let's do this. You know?
2: But it was an idea that I'd had f- kind of floating on a back burner of ideas for a few years. This was something that I was always excited about potentially doing, but... Never got around to it because every time that I realistically like went towards uh, executing it, it just felt that no matter which way it was done, no matter where it was, who performed, what was broadcast, it would just reinforce the social isolation in car culture that already really plagues Los Angeles.
1: Because why would you want to be isolated in your car listening to a concert and that was probably the light bulb that went off which is like this is the time to do that this is the moment where that feels like it is uh the only way that we can connect
2: it really seemed like an opportunity to find a way to share space and time together collectively
1: We were able to sit down and all have a conversation together and formalize in, like, an afternoon um, how we might actually pull this off. And then we all met in the Vons parking lot in Echo Park um, to give it a test run. What all went into setting up the show?
2: I have a short-range FM transmitter, which is the size of a walkie-talkie, but um, it can broadcast... Uh, legally, up to two hundred feet, and within that range, cars can tune in to the station and listen to what we're broadcasting.
1: You know, so basically, um, the way that this the uh, the way that the concert functions is that we essentially establish a location, which um, for us was the Vons slash Taco Zone parking lot in Echo Park. We can scrub through the dial, we can tell you where to tune in, and you can jump on and you can hear me talking to you through your radio. It's genius. (laughs) So we spent the next day basically just saying like, all right, let's pull this off. Let's let Zebulon know that the residency, um, we have to postpone it based on everything else. I think it was just this moment of saying like, this was right before everything essentially shut down. So, I think we posted to Instagram, you know, via our uh, four very, you know, low in followers <laughs> <laughs> channels, uh, you know, Saturday afternoon, and immediately people were picking picking it up and just saying like, "You should go to this thing." And and I yeah. think like Celia and Ben and Booker and I had basically prepared to perform for like three to five of our friends in a parking lot with no one else there <laughs> <laughs> and how many people and, showed up uh, that parking lot was filled around
2: <laughs> that parking lot has 108 spaces oh and my God. it seemed pretty full wow You're to
1: you are listening to
2: 99.1 FM K, KZ UT, Los Angeles California that's right Dub
1: thank you so much to Dub Lab uh, we have um, the four of us, plus Marta Hohner here, Booker Stardrum, uh, Ben Babbitt, myself, Jeremiah Chu, and Celia Hollander, all taking turns in this van broadcasting in a parking lot um, as a way to just see what we can do in this challenging time of uh, of social isolation. Well, we had Marta Sophia Hohner uh, who is a violist and she's my partner and she plays music uh, here in L.A. and also has uh, collaborated with all of us and was also feeling, you know, like all of of the musicians, the um, amount of gigs be canceled immediately and sort of like, what's happening? But uh, to have her start that evening off and perform and then uh, when her set finished, it was, instead of applause, it was... Just a bunch of car horns honking. It was totally,
2: uh,
1: it felt really special.
2: Yeah, people would also flash their headlights.
0: That's wild.
2: In applause.
0: Oh my god. We just had a little interaction with the, the Vaughn security, and um, everything's okay. But uh, let's be respectful of our neighbors. Yeah, refrain (laughs) from the honking, even though it's much appreciated.
1: It was kind of uh, surreal, to say the least. Um, Wow, that is crazy. And, you know, and yes, yeah, and you have, like, uh, you know, Reggie Watts live streaming (laughs) the thing. (laughs)
0: There we go. There's some of the string players. Oh, yeah. Check it out. That's the comedian-slash-musician-slash-icon, oh, Reggie Watts. There He go. was there. Someone's playing some maracas.
1: Got a string player. Yeah, he's sitting in his Tesla two cars away.
2: boxing. Uh,
1: yeah, it was just really strange and surreal um, to have just people... I was like, how did they even find out about this? Why are they here? Are they, you know, what's going on? Yeah. But
2: from the outside, if you're just driving by on Glendale Boulevard, it would just look like a full parking lot. It was kind (laughs) of an invisible event. It was like seeing an alternate universe open up where sitting in your car, listening to music in a parking lot alone could actually be. An uplifting event, inspiring community, instead of the nihilistic expression that it would probably tend towards two months ago.
1: We see flashing lights. Isn't it lights now? This is pretty exciting. Um, that was the end of the performance, so maybe we—you're allowed to honk, I guess. <laughs> and. Uh, we just want to thank everyone again for coming out here, staying in their cars, being respectful generally. I think it, you know, it's one of those ideas that it was, it was really both funny and a little, like, a little depressing, and you know, in a lot of different ways. Um, that we'd spent all this time working towards a residency, and then we posted this uh concert that we spent 24 hours preparing for, and it immediately garners <laughs> a lot of traction <laughs> and attention. But also, it's just depressing in the sense that, like, um, the times are so strange, and then we have to stay yeah. uh isolated and in our cars, and it's just very all very strange,
2: I think. Each of us are experiencing the impact and consequences differently. Um, But as a generalization for musicians who depend on touring and playing shows, this is devastating. I had a record come out last month and was planning... A tour and um, had about uh, five or six performances upcoming in the next two months including the residency performances and of course they're canceled
1: but I think that the other the flip side of that is the large amount of people that are saying like use this time to reflect to be still to um, go deeply inside and see um, what you can conjure. And I think that that kind of balance has been helpful for me to, to consider because my immediate reaction is like, how can I best uh, help people? How can I, what can we do? And, you know, how do we continue to uh, thrive as a community, um, as creative people, etc.
2: Challenging times really do create um a type of opportunity to rethink things and find creative solutions and even in the most dire of circumstances um there are always ways to connect and maybe even have fun um that's my hope
1: Um, we're excited to see how we can um, work with everyone, Double Lab, Zebulon, Ambient Church, etc., to see how we can maybe formalize this in a uh, way that will be a little bit more well-produced. <laughs> but uh, until then, we figured this out. We're in a parking lot. We're in Echo Park. We're in Los Angeles. We're in the States, we're on planet Earth. You know, we, we continue to plan future drive-in concerts. Um, we were scheduled to, to do one this week prior to um, the sort of s- Safer at Home uh, message that was sent. We're, we're now required and encouraged to stay at home and we thought that it was just probably best to to follow that this isn't about going against authority. It's really about encouraging um, community. And so, you know, once it is safe to re-enter um, and come back into spaces together, it is something that we're going to continue to work on with uh, DubLab, with the other community institutions here that want to participate and help. We want to be creative, to be thoughtful, for everyone to stay safe and to stay healthy, um, but really to keep our community together. Um, We might ask Vons for permission next time, but we want to thank that they let us be here now. Thank you so much. Drive home safely. Till next time. Thank you, everybody.
0: A big thank you to Celia and Jeremiah for sharing their story with us. And Jeremiah and Celia wanted to give a very special shout out to Dub Lab, without whom this performance and many other performances would not have been possible. Telescope is made possible by the irreplaceable team of producers, editors, and engineers make up Neon Hub Media. I miss you guys. Video conferencing is just not enough. Today's episode was produced by Tanner Robbins, Kate Mishkin, and me. It was edited by Catherine St. Louis and Vikram Patel. Our engineer is Scott Somerville. Thanks to Matt McGinley for the theme music, and to Blue Dot Sessions for additional tracks you hear on this episode. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Neon Media. And we want to hear from you during this unprecedented time in our history, so please don't be shy. Share your stories with us. Our DMs are open. If you have a story of life in isolation because of the coronavirus, you can share it with us by emailing us at pitches at I'm Jonathan Hirsch. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday.